been bad. I've been like crazy low energy. Like I had a full weekend and uh, Kamala had a full weekend off. And we get another full weekend together next weekend. And like we slept so much over the course of the weekend. And I imagine that we're going to do like just sleep in all next weekend too. I I feel like it's life is just overly exhausting at this time, but that may be just my personal. I mean, that's definitely, I mean, that's probably, you know, yours and my individual uh, stations in life right now. Um, but like, I, I mean, I don't want to say that that's it because it's also just, I just not, just not sleeping, you know? Uh, I'm struggling with that as well. I mean, I think I'm on, I'm about, I've had some depression and anxiety lately. So that oh, I think. Oh, I is, wonder what that's like. I, I think <laughs> that's probably angry. attributing to my sleeplessness and then, and then furthermore, more exhaustion. I like slept good for the first time in like weeks the other day and I slept until 9am. I mean, it wasn't without waking up like six times in the course of the evening, but Maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something seasonal or something going on. I have no idea. All I know is it sucks. I mean, it could be seasonal. I, it could just be... So, like, when uh, Kamala and I first moved into this new place that uh, we're living, um, like, we moved all of our stuff in, and it, you know, took the whole month to get settled in get everything set up and settled in and and whatnot we got our like we got a new bed frame and that was a whole like ordeal and we uh painted painted the upstairs and we did like all of this work we moved in but it was like solid month to two months like it, it definitely wasn't more than two months but it's like every single night we were sleeping you know, sleeping like we were on vacation, you know, just complete, yeah, head hit the pillow, you're gone. And then you wake up and you wake up being like, I am weirdly well rested. What time is it? Oh, it's only 6 a.m. Why am I so well rested? You know, like the type of well rested where you're suspicious of it. I'm always suspicious of well rested (laughs) at this juncture. Well, I mean, I'm sure everybody's had that uh, situation where like you uh, you're lying in bed and and you can feel that it's about the time that you wake up. So like you turn over and you check your clock and you're like, Oh, if I I can, I have like two more hours of sleep. That's awesome. I'm going to go back to sleep and get those two hours. Right. You don't. Well, no, like the situation that I'm describing is that you, you fall asleep. Right. But it's this weird restless sleep because like you're this this type of fall asleep that you are falling back asleep from being asleep in the first place. So it's super easy to fall fall back asleep. But then you're like lying in bed and you hit that point where you're you get suspicious of the of the amount of sleep that you're getting. So you so you wake yourself back up to check the clock again and you're like, I still have a half hour. God damn it. So you go back to sleep. And then it's just like this anxious sort of tense sleep. Because you're, you're, like, you're afraid to fall into deep sleep and miss everything altogether. Right. And just that 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 looming suspicion of like, my my fucking clock is lying to me. I gotta 
God, check on this motherfucker because there's right? no you don't way trust I should you be have, alive. Yeah, and then yeah. you check other clocks because just in case. Yeah, yeah, because like I have a, <laughs> I have my old old alarm clock from like when I was a teenager, um, and then I have my alarms on my phone, and I mostly uh, use the alarm on my phone. Yeah, but um, uh, I I do that thing where I set multiple alarms. Me too. Because, yeah, because you know it's if you enjoyed your life and your job, you wouldn't have to set multiple alarms, but of course, you know, I set I, them, I, have I, a... I generally wake up before them, but I just mm. set multiple ones because of having to work at 4am in the past. So I had to be up at three in the morning. Yeah. And that's, un that's inhuman. Even if you like your job, it's not a normal <laughs> time to wake up. So my, uh, my old like table clock, uh, is that really, shrill annoying the ah, 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 sound right mm -hmm. yeah that's, um, that's my alarm so i wake up to my my cell phone alarm but the angry the angry alarm is my backup because if i if i turn my phone off and it's like okay that's good i'll just like lie down for a second then my uh my angry alarm comes on and it's like you get the fuck out of bed <laughs> and that's uh so I, I usually turn off the angry alarm before it goes off because, you know, I'm good at waking up with my with my friendly alarm, but uh, have to have the backup just in case. Oh, I fully and I, I. I mean, I don't even work early. I work at 11 o'clock. Yeah, uh, I work, a lot, but I work in split shifts. Let me tell you, I've decided this split shifts really mm -hmm. suck. Oh, I know. I haven't worked a split shift since I was like eighteen, working at a restaurant. Like, it, it's just not something I ever can do. We should probably start the show. Oh, let's uh, let's, <laughs> let's 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 yeah, let's do something related to not to the us. to the show. Yeah, why, why do, we're, okay. we're just we're just gonna complain about mornings. <laughs> we're just gonna complain about life and not being able to sleep an appropriate amount of time anymore. I, 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 oh my god, we've become the old people at the restaurant. At the Denny's. Uh, is that is that a thing? Oh my, like... when I lived in Didsbury, it was totally a thing. The old men would come in first. It would be the old ladies first, and then the old men would come in. And the old ladies would, like, complain about stuff, and then, like, right at 8 o'clock, the old men would come in. It was like a changing of the guard at this one table in the middle that held, like, 12, 6 seats in it. And then the old men would start grumbling and gossiping. And let me tell you, the old men, by far, were much worse gossips than the women. And they were talking a lot about how they're old and sore. Are. Oh, I mean, that, yeah, and, I mean, they're still complaining about the metric system for Christ's sake. Uh, so that actually reminds me of. Uh, remember, you brought that article a couple days ago where it was uh, about the um, uh, um, Area Fifty One. Oh yeah, the Area Fifty One yeah. raid. Yeah, I never actually followed up with it because I'm like, gosh, please prove well, me wrong. I, I did see one follow-up, which was a uh, was a news article that was uh, the army wasn't uh, wasn't concerned about an actual raid uh, because it was a bunch of millennials and millennials are too depressed to actually do anything. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, the response to the article was very much the "Hey, I mean, yeah, but hey, but yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Um, which 
I feel like is more our speed than, you know, old, old fogies grumbling about the metric system. We're more of the like, yeah, we're just too sad to get anything done right now. So, yeah, but maybe <laughs> that's what the old fogies always were with that. They just I didn't mean, know a word for it. I mean, yeah, we know that, too. That was just because, you know, those generations weren't allowed to be in touch with their feelings. And exactly. Yeah. This generation is we're actually better at it. And, you know, being able to be empathetic to other people is a benefit in a society that relies on other people. So I don't know. Lately, I do complain about my sore back a lot, too. Starting to sound like them. I mean, I've always complained about that. I've got it. We have to start the show. Okay. Stop, stop, sorry. stop derailing me. So, right. so I'll stop. I'll okay. Stop letting yourself be derailed. Fine. Welcome to Everything is the Worst, the official Scudsworth.com podcast. I am your host, Josh. I'm the man behind the website at Scudsworth.com. Uh, with me today is the uh, tired and back hurting, sore, depressed, anxious, depressed anxious Haley uh Haley um I mean I feel like we covered most of how you're doing so I think, uh, I think we covered that yeah uh what have you been up to uh this past week oh um not a heck of a lot I worked a lot more than I usually do so I didn't get as much uh gaming or personal time in I still I uh been chugging away at Guild Wars 2 uh Guild Wars Two. That still that's still going guild war is two yes it is oh jesus yes it's a I, I i i knew one person playing guild wars and that was when the whole thing was like on the way out i can't believe that it's still around yeah because there's a new version too. <laughs> no i i'm fairly certain guild guild wars 2 has been around since like 2009 well i've been playing that with friends Okay. Um, I've actually found it quite relaxing. Well, isn't it uh, push button, receive loot, watch numbers go up? Pretty much. Yeah, well, it's, though, it's I World mean, there of is Warcraft. some fighting and quests and whatnot, but yeah. Yeah, but it's it's push the button, go to a place, push a button, go to a place, and you're just watching numbers go up. Mm. It, it's an MMO, right? It's oh, it's MMO totally market. an MMO. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's all that's what it is it's a number simulator ah well it's um i've been enjoying it uh i have played a bit of fortnite i have to get a new game i need a new daily game and i just for the life of me can't i'm actually thinking of just doing like a virtual novel yeah you should get dream daddy i have it already it's loaded on my computer (laughs) so play it well then fine and i've got helene (laughs) too i've got the full helene series so i could do that Mm. Oh, and the ultimate game of chicken and horse. That that one's kind of funny. And I have Orient Slime. I really have options. I like to just pretend I don't have options. Oh no, I'm the exact same way. I have like, I have like a hundred games just ready to go, and uh, instead I'm playing Yu-Gi-Oh on my iPad. So (laughs) well, and I like look at my list of games I have to my Steam library, and I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. There's there's so much here. Like, I have every version of Star Wars game. Or Portal, Poker Night at the Inventory. That's always fun. Mount Your Friends. It's also I mean, I've got a ridiculously huge amount of games I could be playing. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm the same way, but like, I'm in that position where it's like, 
I, I don't want to start a game if I can't like either record it or put it on Twitch or something like that because I'm you know I'm producing content and this is where I this is where I was you know several years ago was I don't want to just play a video game because then I'm not doing I, I'm not doing anything creative right and that's why we started doing let's plays yeah but but now I'm right back to the thing it's just we do let's plays but i'm also too tired to do that so instead i just i just look long longingly at uh uh persona 4 because i bought that specifically to twitch and i was like i will do that soon <laughs> <laughs> it is on my I, soon to be done list like i literally bought all of the all of the hardware needed to uh retrofit it to like the capture unit that I have because like it's on PlayStation 2 yeah the PlayStation 2 so the capture card that I have is HDMI so I had to get an HDMI converter and like I've got this whole daisy chain of technology to set up a um to set up a, a Twitch stream for this game that I'm very interested in playing just not right but just not right now. I'm just not ready for it. I'm so, like, if I'm going to do it, I want to have like an entire day that I can just sit down and just play for like four hours. And you can be content in that four hours. I, I, do, I, I, my laptop that I rarely use actually mostly for the podcast of anything else, this beautiful, um, this beautiful, uh, laptop made by like designed by the public of republic of gamers that is the which is a beautifully built gaming laptop and do you think i use it for real gaming no like You're I'm, playing and I'm, on it. <laughs> I'm playing freaking, I'm pl you I'm, don't even have an example huh well besides guild wars i'm not playing yeah. anything on it. i could be playing ori in the blind forest I have a Steam controller that works with Ori and the Blind Forest. And it's a visually beautiful game that I only started and then didn't have time for and always wanted to finish. And well, it's sitting there. I, I think we talked about it before. I started Fallout 4 like three or four times now. And I just haven't gotten very far because it's like every time I pick it up, I'm just like, I should be doing something more productive than this. And so I, I put it down and go like work on a comic or edit a podcast or something. Yeah. And then I just, I never come back to it. And then by the time I come back to it, I'm like, I should probably start over. And then I just do it again. Because you should start over because you have no idea what you friggin' went through. And pretty much. In anything. Yeah. Your brain is completely deleted that information. It's not necessary information. Well, I don't even think that I, I've gotten out of like the vault uh, on any of those any of those attempts to sit down and play it maybe there's but something it, we need to be asking june because june seems to be able to sit down for hours on end but she's also got her own thing going on oh uh by the way for our listeners uh you'll notice that june's not uh here today because like i just said she's got her own stuff going on right now she went on a nice uh romantic getaway with uh with carolyn and Haley and i did not get invited for some reason. Right? I thought we'd be a nice addition to the romantic weekend. We, she never takes us on romantic weekends anymore. What's up with that? I don't know. I think it's this whole being married thing she's got going on. 
Want Being married time. changed her priorities. Oh, no. They were changed way before the marriage. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she actually is considered loving of another person, human being that's involved in her life. Yeah. So welcome to our new podcast. <laughs> uh, it's a podcast within a podcast. It's where uh, Haley and I just slam June for being a lovely human being. <laughs> you know what really pisses me off you want know really grates my cheese you know it really imagines my dragons it's how thoughtful and kind june is it just annoys me really what it's about like, remember when your life was kind of about us remember that june we liked that where, time we wanted where back. does she get off having her own life having priorities that are not specifically about us right um, uh no um Anyways, as uh, you no doubt have guessed by now, uh, this is a podcast where we uh, talk about strange news articles on the internet. And uh, Haley, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me about uh, this very, very interesting prison break. Okay, so the basic premise is there's a guy in jail for, I think it's like 74 years, if is the exact total drug related. Um, he decided that he was going to break out of prison um, dressed up as his daughter, full on with like a rubber mask, same clothing, bra, like the whole bit, and then left his daughter in the jail cell in his place. Um, he was discovered because he was acting nervous. I mean, the rubber mask to me might have been a bit of a giveaway too, but hey, what do I know? Um, wasn't there a, a thing, um, a while back about a, a guy who wore a silicon mat, old, old person mask, he boarded a plane and like got all the way to Canada and he nearly made it through customs before they realized it was a mask. I think there was something to that. Effect. Yeah, that was, that was a while ago. So, I mean, this isn't in like insane or anything it did i mean not insane is so much of a concept but kind of terrifying that you're gonna leave your child in a brazilian jail yeah <laughs> your, I, I mean your female child in a brazilian jail that's gonna go well there's that but it's also you know uh it's not like this guy was a good person of course he would try something like oh that. yeah and he'd, he'd made it actually a prison break attempt before through the sewage system i think in 2013 um yeah there there was no question of whether this was a good person i guess but it's 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 absolutely mind-blowing and kind of crazy uh there was a video link to the article where it actually shows him taking off all the stuff and it's like wow i mean this is some like this is some uh mission impossible uh lifelike uh mask face-off technology type thing it you is know? actually like, if you look at the picture it actually doesn't look all that horrible if yeah if you were to like just spot them like just a casual glance sort of thing you probably wouldn't wouldn't see anything amiss i mean like actually looking and scrutinizing uh the mask and the costume i mean it's pretty clear but at the same time it's like yeah if this person was just walking down the street i probably wouldn't have even noticed 
Well, yeah. So yeah, a Brazilian drug trafficker attempted to escape from prison on Saturday by disguising himself as his daughter and then switching places with her. So yeah, uh, his intention was to leave his daughter. Uh, it says here, the plan didn't work. Prison guards saw through the disguise when he was asked for uh, their ID. Yeah, the, his daughter's ID while attempting to leave. And that's when they uh, discovered it was really, really? The, well, the and they, criminal. Yeah, and they, they did notice that, his, that the behavior was kind of nervous. And I, I just... I would assume if uh, if one was to be one was to I don't know you'd have to be convincing you you couldn't be um, you couldn't yeah you have yeah. to yeah you have to act nervous might be a good start yeah it's it's gonna be like how it, it's not what you're doing it's how you sell it you know yeah it's like. Do people actually like uh, Girl Guide cookies? Yeah, probably some people, but... The chocolate chip mint ones that come out in the winter? Heck yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking about those little hockey puck ones that are just chalky biscuit with, like, knockoff Oreo cream fill in the middle. They're not awesome, but, you know, we remember them as being the girl guide cookies so you buy them and then you're like oh right but it's not it's not so much that you want them and because you know you like them you want them because you're told girl guide cookies are good and then you get them and you're disappointed but the disappointment never sticks with you right no nope. it's all about the it's all about the sale it's not well, a, and people bring <laughs> those shit like that into work too and just leave it out you're like well i could go buy lunch or these puppies are five dollars <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't usually eat an entire box of Girl Guide cookies, although they were at a, uh, a convention I was at. So I did buy a box so that we didn't have to buy food from the food truck. So, yeah, you're entirely right. <laughs> I, I, I like how you work out that my argument is completely valid because anything else is going to cost you a substantial more, more money at a workplace, near a workplace, going out, anything outside of McDonald's, which, I mean... At its time, it has its charm, but you can't eat that shit all the time. But no, I mean that's a that's another perfect example. It's uh, it's the McDonald's thing, you know. It's the McDonald's it's like, and cookies. Yeah, you just well McDonald's too. It's like we know it's bad for us. We know that you know by the time you finish your burger, you're gonna be disappointed in it and yourself. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> you you've been sold it, and no matter how many bad things come out disparaging mcdonald's you're still gonna look at the golden arches and be like well i need to pull the car over for a piss break anyways so yeah, that's exactly right yeah it's or you know well i've only got five bucks and the movie doesn't start for another 20 minutes i'm gonna go grab a, a big mac right we you gotta know how to sell it you you could have the most garbage freaking thing in the world but as long as you sell it with confidence, I mean that's that's all it takes, right? He could have he could have busted out of jail if he just thought one extra step ahead, or it just took some extra makeup step. Just saying. I mean, well, obviously that too, yeah. <laughs> but I, I I think that's part of selling it. Yeah, that's definitely part of the uh, part of the sale there. You know, you wanted you, you probably wanted some uh, 
some more professional assistance with that, shall we say. I want to talk about my thing now. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm so sad we don't get to talk about the one June sent in, because I actually looked into that, and I really... Oh, uh, what, was, what was June's article? Uh, it was from last week. It was the uh, the cell, the implanting, putting human cells into developing embryonic mice, I think was it. No, we did that one. Oh, did we? Okay. But I no, no, uh, the the human, half human, half animal. Yeah. Efforts. Yeah. Uh, June and I did that on the 200 we did the other week. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. When you, when you weren't there. Oh, yes. Well, I couldn't yeah. be there on a Tuesday. It's not, I know. Not, my life is... Basically, book me on a Sunday, Monday. Yeah, well, no, it was a Wednesday Sunday, because it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, yeah, Monday, yeah, Tuesday or else I am pretty much because I'm not done till seven thirty. Yeah, you're you're always working. Uh, yeah, no, we we did that in the last episode. Uh, but let's talk about this thing. Okay. Uh, so for all you millennials out there who uh, who let their Pokemon cards go uh, in garage sales or you you know pack them up and put them away in your uh, childhood bedroom, then went off to college and your parents sold all your Pokemon cards. I got some bad news for you, chumps. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I, just, I got way too aggressive, you, way too you, fast. That, that was no, super aggressive with that. I yeah, have nowhere to go with Do you hold energy. some anger? Did you let go of some valuable Pokemon cards? No, I have all my Pokemon cards and I've been working to finish my set. Like, it's one of those few things that I collect because I'm a big I'm a big non-possession owner type person where it's like, you know, I have the things that I like the most, but I'm fine with letting other things go. I just I don't like collections, but Pokemon cards were one of those things that came with me from adolescence and I just I never got rid of them. And now that I have some extra money, uh, you know, I every so often I go on Amazon or eBay and uh, buy one or two of the cards that uh, I'm still missing or I go to like a, a flea market and see if I can find any any of the ones that you know just fill the holes of my old collections um, but uh, a complete set of first edition Pokemon cards from 1999 has sold for uh, $107,010 at auction that could be a good down payment yeah, uh, that is, so, I mean, there are some caveats here. Uh, so it does have to be the first edition Pokemon cards. So yeah. the ones that are stamped with first edition. Yeah. Um, if you have the uh, original print that had the printing error, uh, often referred to as shadowless cards, uh, those are even more rare and more expensive, but uh, just the... Um, the general first editions are pretty expensive already. Um, so a complete set of the first edition Pokemon cards uh, sold at auction. Uh, the collection is 103 cards yep. and were sold in mint condition. Ooh, gem uh, mint condition. Gem mint, which uh, is near perfect. It's basically as uh, perfect condition as you can get. Once it's removed from the packaging, it, you I mean, it automatically loses value. It's it's never going to be more mint than still in the wrapper, right? That's True. the whole, that's Schrodinger's uh, condition, right? If it's, if the wrapper's in perfect condition, you assume the cards are in perfect condition. You can't 
get more perfect than that. Yeah. Um, but Gem Mint is basically as perfect as a open card can be. Um, uh, the uh, original series uh, has the rare Charizard card, which that, yeah. could sell up to tw uh, $20,000 on its own. And that is specifically for uh, the first edition Shadowless I mentioned. Um, the uh, non-first edition and, and non-Shadowless ones uh, still are a few hundred dollars at the last time I checked. I believe the highest I saw was like two grand, so they're up there, uh, which is why I'm going to flea markets and, and garage sales, hoping somebody doesn't know the value of the thing that they have. Oh, and that's uh, totally possible. I mean, even yeah. me as a parent, get rid of kid crap, right? Like, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, you're going to throw out a, uh, a, a, what what's big for kids right now? Uh, littlest Pet Shop. You're going to throw out, like, a, a rare Littlest Pet Shop uh, toy or something like that. Sydney used to have. See, I, I'm I know what the kids are about. Um, there you do. I'm I'm just saying you're gonna throw something like that out, and then your your kids gonna come back like ten years later and be like, "Mom, where's my old collection? This stuff sells for on eBay for like thirty thousand dollars," and you're gonna be like, "Fuck." Yeah. Right. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So the uh, the set that was sold was a collection of the first edition printed in English. Uh, the auction house, uh, had the, said in the listing on the website that each card was graded GEM-MT10, or Gem Mint, mm -hmm. uh, conditioned by authentication body professional sports authenticator, uh, meaning the set was virtually per perfect. Uh, this is the whole thing where it's like, um... This was a part of our childhood. I mean, definitely part of my childhood. Probably more uh, so yours than mine. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it hit exactly perfectly for me. Because I remember uh, being as a kid, I was, like, super jealous of those people that were interested in, you know, trading cards, right? And so, like, I had a pretty, a pretty decent uh, hockey card collection, but, like... I was buying them in sets, so, like, there was no hunt for me anymore, because, like, I would have the full set of cards, and so it was like, I don't have to trade any, because I've got the cards, right? So, there's there, there there's no swapsies, there's no hunting, it's like, you just bought the set, and now I just have all this cardboard. Well, and if you um, think about it, 1999, I was 19 at that point? Oh, come on, 19-year-olds were into Pokemon. I mean, they are now, but uh, maybe yeah, not your... Sadly, <laughs> I, I was one of those that was really into South Park. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was... But you know what? It, it, at the same token, it kept me out of trouble. At Friday night, we weren't <laughs> out at a bar. We were like, oh my god, it's almost 9 o'clock. We've got to get in and watch South Park. Yeah. Um, Special kind of geek. Other than that, we were playing <laughs> Goldeneye. <laughs> well, there's that, too. I mean, maybe maybe you would have uh, maybe it would have hit you differently if it was uh, Magic: The Gathering or something. I didn't start Magic until like five years ago. Oh, okay. Um, I know. Anyways, right? uh, so I mean, yeah, because like before Pokemon, the big thing in like the schools that I was growing up in, um, like all the girls had these collectible uh, Sailor Moon like collectible cards not like playing cards but just collectible cards yeah i do remember those collectible trading cards 
and so like they were always you know swapping and trying to hunt down the one card that they wanted and they were like searching and for shit and whatnot right and so i i remember always being like super jealous of that because like i said i collected i had the collections of hockey cards but there was nothing to do with them you just look at that and read the stats and it was like put them in put them in binders yeah put them in binders and that was pretty much pretty much it my first collection obsession was stick i think everybody has that has that that, but, that sticker phase where you know you the had sticker phase yeah the shiny stickers the fuzzy stickers. yeah but then you stick them on a the thing and then you're like well fuck <laughs> now it's all there, there we go and then yeah. you and then you would just look through your collection of stickers with your friends and sometimes you would trade sometimes yeah but generally you you held on to your own because i mean i guess there was before pokemon cards there were pogs and we definitely collected pogs oh pogs was a thing yeah yeah um, but that's that's the whole thing. It's like that was like it was perfectly the thing for when I was growing up, and it it it, it filled such a like important need. And I I think that a lot of uh, uh, people my age, probably younger, maybe older, have the same sort of thing where it's like the game and the the video games and the cards and the TV show was like so is so ingrained in the childhood that it's just like that was a thing you did at school you know you played pokemon cards you traded pokemon cards you bought pokemon cards you lusted over the rare cards um it's just like it is so woven into like my generation that it's like it's inseparable right it's it's intrinsic part of my childhood and the idea that uh you could sell a full set for a hundred thousand dollars just blows my mind that the people that were looking at these cards and like trying to get the full set and trying to keep them a hundred percent pristine were like those were the guys that are like these are going to be worth a lot of money someday and then they turned out to be absolutely fucking right right through that people like me who need to, to just get part of their childhood back for the love of god i just miss not having these responsibilities ailey oh you and me both like i thoroughly enjoy being back on the island you know what i preferred being back on the island when i had absolutely no fucking adult i'm just saying that if i maybe could get a a a fucking copy of an articuno card then maybe I, it'll take me back in time and I will invest my money and education better. And I won't be doing a podcast that is bleeding listeners every week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I, I think I think we're having a bit of a personal crisis here. <laughs> oh, <Haley. laughs> I've made so many bad decisions. Oh my gosh. Well, I need to find the Clefable to finish this collection. Otherwise, I'll ne- I won't be able to die and leave leave this world. My soul is trapped on this dirt planet until <laughs> I complete this Pokémon card collection. Okay. So which you should actually you should actually send me what kind of which card 
Oh, do you're... you have? Do you still have some kicking around somewhere? No, but there is an excellent. Okay, it's not Century Box size game store, but it's this little game store here, and he collects the weirdest stuff, and he just has like the most outlandish things that you would never think actually exist or someone still has. And I should go by there and check for your cards because I know he has weird Pokemon cards. I mean, the problem is that they're uh, these the ones that I'm missing are like the super expensive, super rare cards because oh, and he would know what it. Yeah, and that's and that's why you gotta go. You gotta hit up the garage sales. You gotta hit up like because I uh, there's a flea set, a flea market here that we go to pretty regularly, and a little while back. Uh, a guy had a binder full of like random Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic and Hearthstone or is Hearthstone an actual physical card game too or is it just the digital one? So they had some World of Warcraft card game in there too. Yeah, it's super weird actually. Um, for my birthday I got this collection. So this this um, and I didn't know about it till after. Uh, well after the people had gone, but for my birthday, uh. Well, to say a person went and got me these comic books that the parents were selling that belonged to the kid. Um, we're just selling them in bags, like uh, ten per bag, twenty dollars. Yeah. So I have. And I didn't realize it, oh, absolute mint condition. Like they're in the original, like the little sleeves, the, the, the original yeah. sleeves they came in with the open top, like. But they're in the original things, so part of me is afraid to take them out. Yeah. The other part of me is like, God damn it, I have these comics, I want to read them. Well, you should just uh, get some of those... Um, I guess I could look up the titles just... and their value. Yeah, you could do that. And if you did still want to read them, just go get some like uh, uh, some latex like hair dyeing gloves. Just some. Like, I have tons uh, of those at work. Yeah, just slip, slip those on. I mean, the, the, the damage that you can cause to uh, comic books, like the rare old ones, it's all just like skin greases and stuff that cause the fading and the dimpling. And stuff, I really so. should go through all of them and see what I actually have. I mean, they're random yeah, things and random any, uh, stories, but I'm like, well, I know the general stories of all these like characters or whatever, right? Like, yeah. it's enough that I can follow along, read it, be like, oh, that's that. Volume. Well, yeah, I, I would definitely say like if it's a if it's a super old comic, then check check the uh check the relative value and rarity of each book before you open them because if you, if you did walk away with something like super rare and it's in good condition then uh you might have yourself a pretty penny there yeah yeah, yeah maybe i should and and that's that's a, that's another example of parents selling things right they were like yeah this was all at our son's room we just bagged them up and we're like selling them for how many a bag I, I thought it was thoughtful for my birthday. It was like, oh, cool comics, yeah. But thought less of that parent who doesn't understand that. Yeah, because it, it, I mean, this is the reason why uh, baseball cards are, you know, rare and valuable. And before that, the reason why stamps are rare and valuable. And co there's coins that are rare and valuable because they're things that people don't pay a lot of attention to until there's a very few amount of them left. Oh, true that. You know? Yeah. It's like the freaking uh, Spider-Man, uh, the first Spider-Man book or the first appearance of Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Fantasy 15, I think yeah. it was. Um, like the first appearance of him would not be uh, worth like a cool mill if 
you know, everybody held on to it and just was like, you know, this is going to be worth something someday. But like, there's, a, there are a couple people out there who held on to their Action Comics 25 and are like, hey, you want to see the first ever appearance of Superman? And that's that's how these rare things come up yeah right? and sometimes they're not and even that's... like first editions they're just that particular edition had something had some yeah. special writer or, on it or or def, uh like rare defects i remember there was a an amiibo this was just like super recently there was a, a samus amiibo that had a uh, manufacturing error so that uh, she had two cannon arms instead of, you know, the one cannon arm and one regular arm. And it sold for, like, a bunch of money. It was, like, 25000 or something like that. It's just people have these weird attachments to things, and people like, people like rare stuff already, right? And if you have $100,000 to spend, you know, buying back just a small piece of your childhood, you're going to spend that money just to have it you know yeah i'm just currently now i'm like, like i should look at these things and see <laughs> well i mean one of them is a marvel comic cost dollar 25 i think it's 90 yeah a buck a buck 95 that would probably put a it buck around 25 19 a buck 25 yeah that would put it around 1990 maybe a bit earlier and some of them are newer oh yeah some of them are newer, older, but none of them are actually <laughs> at all, at all current. Yeah, I mean, it's basically anything before the 90s will have a higher price tag because after 92, 93, that's when, like, the publishers were like, let's sell a billion of these. We'll write these huge story arcs, so print a million of them and sell every person who comes to your store five copies because they're going to be worth a billion dollars later. And now everybody's got like everybody and their mom has a copy of Death of Superman, and they're like, "This is this is worth less than the paper it's printed on." It's it's it doesn't it doesn't work that way. When you when you try to make something collectible, it it loses its value just intrinsically. You know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that was uh, my ramble about how uh, I hunt. I am a rare card hunter exactly like in that Yu-Gi-Oh arc i'm way too fucking hung up on Yu-Gi-Oh lately haley i know tell me about something for people to check out <laughs> oh gosh i want to say i have done anything of any use lately um i don't think i've done much of anything i'm still watching mad men um i'm playing guild wars i am playing um uh, God, I got nothing. I'm still playing Pokemon. You got Shuffle. nothing. I mean, I've got, <laughs> I've got nothing. Oh my God, that was you started playing that when we first I'm still started playing it. I'm like, you sticking to it. You started playing that, yeah, at like episode. No, I remember when you first started playing it when we first recorded No Experience Necessary, the first episode of No Experience Necessary. You were talking about yeah. it. So that was a couple. Of years I know. Ago. I apparently, I, I'm nothing but consistent. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't play it as much as I used to. It's a very occasional blog on. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm just looking yeah. at these. Uh, <laughs> side note: I'm just looking at this comics, and I'm I'm laughing at the hilarity. I have like a comic from like 1993, and degree programs in game art, game development, and game design being advertised on. Oh my god! Is it uh, full sale or DeVry? Yeah, full sale. Full sale. Full sale University. I knew it. <laughs> um, I'm 
it's this is the X-Men and the Spider-Man episode or edition. X-Men and Spider-Man edition. Um Yeah, I um, actually have a couple things for people to check out. Okay, you, you know, go uh, for it cuz I would love I would love to hear with what you're talking. Uh season 3 of She-Ra, uh The Princess's Power. My daughter was actually telling me I have to watch. It's actually it's super good. Um I think I love it. <laughs> um, we're going to do a, uh, a podcast episode on what we're into about it soon. So you guys can check that out. Uh, coming up soon. Uh, we started playing uh, Swords of Ditto again, which is a great multiplayer game. I highly recommend. I just uh, remembered there's something I could, I could recommend oh, cool. that, uh, to watch. Is uh, It's called Rebellion. It's about the Irish independence. Uh, movement in Ireland during World War One. Oh, okay. That that was pretty good. The it's a, it's a documentary but, or a docudrama or we kind of more like a docudrama. Okay. On Netflix, it's it's series, uh, series, series. Series. Uh, it, it, yeah, it is a series. It is a series, okay. but I think it's got like two seasons. Okay. That wasn't too bad. It was it was a good kind of historical reference thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was a good thing it to learn. Thing. It was it was it was good to broaden one's horizon. Dude, my horizons are way too broad these days. I kind of just like I said, I need to collect, get, finish my Pokemon collection, and then I can die. That is all I'm looking to do right now. That that's that's your goal. That so you're saying your end goal, your end goal is dying. Surprisingly yes. enough, someone put something the effect of what I do, but and blah blah blah. I'm old, and now I can die. Yeah, and Facebook sent him a message. So do you need support? <laughs> I mean that's that's that. But I mean my my touch point on that is more of the uh well, the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Uh Buffy's whole I don't uh I don't have a destiny. My plan is to finish high school or graduate from high school, move to Europe, marry Christian Slater, and die. And that's pretty much <laughs> Like there's there's my there's my there's my peak right there. Yeah. Once I get yeah pocket. All right, let's uh let's try to get you in touch with Christian Slater. He's still pretty good looking, right? Oh, oh no. Don't know. Let's let's no. Google a, a picture of Christian Slater while we're finishing up. But uh, the, the, the irony is, I do have like Google up right. You can just go. You just you tell me if he's still good looking, and while I do the the closing out stuff. Hey, if you wanted to uh, find us on social media, we are there. Uh, Haley's at Haley M. Garner on Twitter. I'm at Tescud, that's T-H-S-E-U-D. You can find uh, us on Facebook if you search for scudsworth.com on Facebook or Everything's the Worst on Facebook if the two pages. Uh, You can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-E-U-D. So patreon.com slash Tiscud. And all of the stuff is all on links on the uh, uh, scudsworth.com. That is the official website. So just go find everything there. Uh, we're trying to be more consistent with the uh, with the podcasts. But, I mean, as we talked about earlier in the episode, we all have different schedules here. There's like one period of time once a week that we could sit down and record. And that, always, that doesn't always line up for when I can actually edit. So... Sorry, we missed uh, a week again. It's I. It will happen again. I'm sorry. So just I uh, yeah. Interesting interact. I sent you that picture of Christmas. 
Okay, let's let's you, see. You 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 tell me. Let's see I'm if Christian like, Slater is still like, good looking. Let's see. Eh. Uh, uh, he's he's fine. It's he he's not as bad as I I was worried he was gonna look. He just looks like an old Christian Slater now. <laughs> uh, he's he, still not young Christian Slater. No, he's not, young. He's not gonna. Be, he's never going to be young Christian Slater. But he's never going back to Heather's Christian Slater. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was good looking in Heather's. Um, oh yeah. But also, he those glasses he's wearing not flattering for his face. I, I feel like he could get uh, some different glasses. True. Yeah. Why don't we send him a letter? Let's, we'll send him a letter. Hey, how rich are you? And you're you're you know you're still probably a seven and old man. So exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, Step it up a notch. Yeah. Just do uh I don't know. Go to the gym. Uh, once a week, and uh, I'm sure I'm sure that's good. Hey, yeah, he's still he's still he's still good looking. He's good looking for a, for an old Christian Slater, but yeah, he's never going to be a young Christian Slater. <laughs> uh, We're old. No, this is old. That whole Christian Slater rant was for nobody but for us. You know that, right? No, does uh, that not age us? And then and then I had to reference the movie Heather's, which really help anything at all uh i don't think it's it's a cult classic though. i think it's a cult classic and also uh uh what's her name was in it and she's popular because winona ryder winona ryder's and in she, it and she was just in stranger things so true and she she was like kind of like that sort of genre where she was in with oh what's his name what's the correct tim burton oh, great. sorry tim burton no uh say it again tim burton Oh, Tim Burton. Bettle, Sorry, I missed, part, I missed like half the. <laughs> she was she was very much into the Tim Burton, like the Edward Scissorhands, and and just that general genre, like Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like half half comedy, half horror camp stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, no. Anyways, uh, we're wrapping up. So, if you uh, could please rate and review us, uh, tell your friends. Like I said, we are constantly losing listeners. So, if this is something that you find value in and you don't have money, leave us a nice review. Give us a five-star rating. Any star rating is good. I, from what I understand, uh, uh, iTunes is doing this whole switcheroo on uh, the, the platform. So hopefully that doesn't like tank us. May, that might actually be why we lost so many listeners because of the, the iTunes uh, switcheroos that that's going on right now. Um, I mean that would And I haven't been overly active on our social media yeah. either. I mean I'm gonna say that it's because the iTunes platform is being changed and that's why. And that you know, we are you know people and We're not as shamelessly self promoting as we were. We we're not. And I mean we should probably try to yeah, we should probably pick up on that. Yeah. I will I will grab the, the link for everyone um uh, after after it's up, but I, I will just spam my Facebook and the Haley Deadsworth. Or the uh, Haley. everything is the worst. Haley, just yeah. follow yeah. follow follow the Scudsworth page because when things go up, it I've got the website linked to the Facebook. It automatically goes up. You can just repost it from there. That's it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yes, yeah. That would be. That would make. And the then most I sense. can use that. Throw that on Twitter as well. Exactly. I could do shameless self. I did it for. We've been before I moved out here yeah. in my life. Completely changed. Yeah. And then, and then you got super mellow because you live in a cabin. Anyways, if you like what you hear, even though we keep kind of diverting. Diverting a, from our closing statement. Tell yeah. a friend, 
give us a rating, post it on your Twitter or your Facebook or whatever. Just tell people that you enjoy it and find value in it. And that really helps us. And we would really appreciate that because we're trying here, but uh, that's it for us. So if you listen, thanks for listening. If you didn't listen, thanks for nothing. Allow us to play you out. It's Josh and Kamala, and we want to invite you to listen to our podcast, What We're Into. <laughs> uh, it's a date night podcast uh, where two 30-year-olds uh, talk about things they like because we have, like, no free time, so, like, we don't really get to talk to each other or anything, so uh, we take the time to sit down and... Uh, talk about the fun things that we like to watch and listen to and read. Uh, so you can check out our podcast every Tuesday, and maybe you'll hear us talk about things like Pokemon and Stardew Valley, or Star Trek, or any other anime or manga series, and just a bunch of nerd shit, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so go to scudsworth.com. You can find it there, or find us on. Uh, iTunes and other yeah it's not your first day on the internet just go just type in what we're into you'll find it I, I believe in you I believe in you too we love you love you bye, bye. <laughs>